let me see if the voice is going to make it here. <clears throat> check, check. Hi, this is JR. You're listening to the JR Show Podcast. This is episode number five. Uh, because I'm dealing with some nasal passageway blockage, we decided to push my conversation with Matthew West to next week. And it's going to be a good one. But I would like you to hear me talking without nasal blockage to the legendary Zach Williams. Uh, this is now going to be your episode number five of the JR Show podcast. Now, one of the questions that I asked Zach is, you know, you've written some big songs that the church sings around the world. What is it like to be sitting there just on a Sunday morning and all of a sudden they start singing one of your songs? Is it awkward? Do you scan the room to see who's into your song? Uh, he answered that and more. Let's get to it. Episode five of the JR Show podcast with Zach Williams. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, will you please put your paws together unless you're driving for my dear friend, Zach Williams. Hello, hello. What's up, man? I want to do a test one day of you and Jason Gray standing side by side because when I come out of a Zach Williams song, I always say, that's the tallest guy in our playlist. But I think think we play a couple jason gray songs and i feel like he you've got bulk on him is he tall is he tall he's I've never very him. very tall but he's skinny as a rail yeah so you would win in a wrestling match but <laughs> he may be like six eight something like that. really he's pretty he's that tall yeah oh wow no idea um anyway that's not how i intended to start the interview let me lead off with this one zach i was in a worship service in nashville a while back and the lead male on stage looked just like you and um and in that moment, I thought of this question that when you're in, in church and a worship bra uh, band breaks into a song that you wrote, is there any chance in the world you can focus and have an intimate moment? Or is are you too tied to the song? That's yeah, like, I, don't I, I usually don't even try to sing to it. Okay. I just stand there. Yeah. Because it's weird. It's been I've, I've actually happened a couple of times. Um, going to different churches here and have them do my song, and it's like, do you sing it and and look like the guy that everybody's going, oh yeah, sure, this cool guy, so yeah, yeah, you wrote it, yeah, but or do you, I, you know? So I just kind of like because people that be know quiet. they're like, oh, that's Zach Williams over there, and when the song <laughs> comes on, they're going to be watching you going, <laughs> yeah. what an arrogant guy. <laughs> exactly, that's what I don't want to think. So, yeah. so I usually just kind of stand there. But you can also watch people having very intimate conversations with God, and it can make you feel good. Yeah. Oh, it's it's definitely a honor whenever you see somebody use your song in church. So, yeah, but it's it's a little weird too to right. be there and this is kind of that feeling you get. I wrote I that in my PJs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go into rescue story right here. I, you know, was just getting to the point where you've had this nice little string where you come out with a song that is my favorite Zach Williams song <laughs> that beats the one before. Uh, cool. Because Survivor to me was just, I loved it. It's, you know. It became my new favorite Zach Williams song, uh, but Fear is a Liar had the same season for me. Nice. Um, but Rescue Story is doing the same thing right now. It's kind of pushing Survivor off the table for me. But uh, I haven't had you talk about Rescue Story yet. Can we just drop into the sure. DNA of that? Yeah, I um, you know when I write when I write music, I'm always trying to write something that's you know been either a season of life or a personal experience. And, and for me, the one thing that's always stood out. You know, ever since I became a Christian, was this this idea that you know he he knew my name before I had one. You know, he was writing the pages to my story from day one. And uh, I remember growing up in church and uh, knowing all the answers, and you know, kind of kind of could be good with the good and bad with the bad. And I remember 
in my late 20s and early 30s getting so far away from what I grew up believing and um, just on this kind of just running away from God and everything that I've been taught that I remember getting to some dark places where I just thought, you know, there's no, there's no way there's a God out there that loves me or there's no way that my parents can forgive me. And I think for me, uh, when I really realized, you know, just how good God was and how much he loved me was, you know, this moment that I hit the floor in my bedroom and I remember crying out to God to save me. And, and like in that moment, I remember just having for the first time this, ability to just like breathe and not have to worry that there was something else, you know, that I had to do or continue to be. Um, I just remember thinking, okay, he's been here with me the whole time. And now that I'm looking back on my life, you know, 20 years ago, I can see the places where he was working things for the good and little things he was keeping me out of. And so I, I wanted that song to be a reminder to, to anybody that hears it, that, you know, every one of us have a rescue story and, and he's been, he's been writing that story since we were, you know, since we were conceived so that was it yeah let's go into between chain breaker you know um old church choir and survivor and rescue story you're writing these songs that have you know impact so many people now and obviously your life was impacted by a song that somebody wrote to big daddy weave so the the amount of emails is starting to pile up yeah um, but to this to this day you keep going back to one it's like I'll never forget that email or message. Yeah, well, for me it was the uh, really one of the very first ones I ever got. I remember me and my wife, we had just started our Facebook page, kind of like the Zach Williams thing, and I don't even think I had a website yet. And Chainbreaker had just gone to radio. I didn't even know how many stations had picked it up and started playing it. And we had, me and my wife had kind of talked. You know, we're, we're going to try to answer all these, you know, Facebook messages that we get and emails and. I remember sitting in bed one night and we were still living in Arkansas. We hadn't made the move to Tennessee yet. And um, we, were, we were just kind of going through messages. And there was a message from a young girl, maybe 15, 16 years old, that basically was uh, writing to tell me that she had pretty much planned out how she was going to kill herself that afternoon. And for some reason, she started scanning her radio stations and heard the song called Chainbreaker tried to find out who I was on the internet and really couldn't find anything about me other than this old band I'd been in but wanted to let me know that like that song stopped her from going through with it and I just remember me and my wife were sitting in our bed like bawling and I was like good lord like is this is this what these songs are doing already and um but it was just a nice like I mean it was just so cool to know that God was using that song already just just exactly how I intended for it to be used and I mean, we've continued to get emails like that for the last three years, which is, yeah. it's pretty crazy. I just want to ask you, one artist on our playlist, you know, the typical, you know, whatever format we want to call this. Yeah. The, uh, but you know who they are. The uh, They're sort of associates. You do tours with these people. Yeah. You, but you've never done a show with this person, but you've always admired their work. And you're like, one day, that would be pretty awesome to roll up on a marquee together with that artist. We've never done a tour with, uh, I've done a show with them, and that's why I want to do a tour with them, but mercy me, I've loved their music for years. Um, I can remember here, and I can only imagine, like, gosh, I don't know, it's been 10 years ago probably now for yeah. the first time, and uh, we've never gone on a tour, never got to tour with those guys, so that'd be a, I think that would be a fun one to get to go out and do something with them. Good. Uh, full of hits, I think, that one? That'd be fun, yeah. Yeah. Um, on your tour bus rolling around the country what is the new trend that you and your band 
uh, are into to pass time because I know the trends oh change. There's been a lot of time. Sometimes maybe it's a film. Yeah, I think right now everybody's into s- uh, some kind of series on either Hulu or Netflix. I've been watching a few different ones. I've been into this one called Yellowstone, um, kind of a western. But nobody's doing a group. Nobody's thing. doing like a group. We don't. We're not like card players or anything like right. that. You okay. know, <laughs> we're no. This thing is called Jenga, <laughs> and you pull a. We block. play Yahtzee. <laughs> All night. <laughs> no, usually by the time the bus rolls, we're all ready to go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Getting old. Getting, Getting old. old. Yeah. That's exactly it. Uh, let's do the one stereotypical, and I know you've been in a band for years and years before you even started playing songs for us, but the one stereotypical band thing you swore you'd never, like, never do that. Like, if I got my own career, uh, whether it's mm-hmm. cover of an album or it's, it's some sort of a tour. Picture on a railroad tracks. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the, that picture where you're don't do that where, where you're holding your guitar standing on a railroad track maybe there's a bridge behind you or something trying to look cool yeah. just just go ahead and don't do that and you're looking at the camera but the other band members are staring yeah at or they're staring at something yeah it's like hey look at that rock <laughs> yeah but how did that ever become a thing when i like know. man that's cool it was yeah, I don't know who we saw. It's probably like Mr. Big or somebody we saw an album cover and yeah. decided we should do that. Some legend did it probably <laughs> forever ago, and everybody tried to emulate. Yeah. You look at the camera because you're the singer, so obviously <clears throat> you guys aren't important enough. So the you lead singer at, with Mystique. Yeah. You, you have to have that. The other guys are just deep in thought. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just a just a word of advice: no no railroad picks. Okay. Talk to the short people listening right now. What can you, maybe that's not a good thing to say. Maybe talk to those who are. How's the weather down there? Yeah. What, what can you tell them as a person with height, tall person, um, that would make them feel better about the way God made them? Yeah. Uh, I would say you guys can shop anywhere. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. I buy, I buy clothes at normal stores and it fits like baby gap. So. (laughs) It's, it's hard to find anything. Which they're not fit. even in business anymore. So where it, do you exactly? <laughs> yeah, I buy most of my stuff online. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So very. Yeah, I have a f- I have a friend that has a his his wife has to just to get things yeah. in the kitchen, uh, like a stool, just to get common things you yeah. and I don't even think about. Uh, well, I know it's like I see Jordan Jordan Fleece and Torn and all these guys are always got these really cool clothes and. I, I I would not I couldn't pull any of that stuff off. It doesn't look like I mean, yeah, you know you don't want to see somebody in my height in like skinny plaid pants and a you know a lot of material. It's a lot. It looked like a Christmas present. <laughs> Zach, I cannot do an interview with you without talking about food. Mm-hmm. And this is a very deep question. What is the greatest duo or pair in the history of food? The two things you can go simple from your childhood, peanut butter and jelly, or mm-hmm. just m- they they were born to be married together, or you can go with your culinary experience, some kind of thing we don't even know about garlic and blah blah blah. But what is the greatest uh, heart? Who's the guy? Laurel and Hardy. Yeah. Uh, who, uh, who's oh the who's gosh. on first? Who's the who's on first? Yeah. Place? They're just born to be together. That's a tough question. Oh man, it doesn't get much better than like really good french bread with like garlic butter or something but i'm not thinking if that's like the best thing best duo 
chocolate chips and milk is also oh, legendary. Oreos status. and milk. Oh yeah, I had some of that last night. Oh, nice. that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know, man. Um, this is an even deeper question. I'm gonna go with the Oreos and milk. So after you dip Oreos in milk and it gets soggy and then melts in your mouth yeah. when you put it in, and you know chunks of Oreo fall to the bottom, yeah. is that a waste or do you chug? And no, get I don't. Back? I, I'm, I honestly don't drink milk. So oh, okay. yeah, I quit doing that when I was a baby. Dunking. <laughs> <laughs> it's like riding bikes. Are you ride bikes? No, yeah. I quit that when I became an adult. It's, it's funny. I, I read an article one day. Like literally, humans are the only people that continue to drink milk after their infants. Every other species out there You're blowing my doesn't mind. do that. That's mind so. blowing to me right now. I've never thought that. Yeah, we're the only ones. Yeah, maybe that's. And why I've been I fine. I don't drink it. So yeah. All right, but, but I do like Oreos. But I like to put the fork into the thing so you don't get it all over your fingers. Okay. Just stick a fork in the frosting stick okay. it all the way in then you don't get anything on your fingers you eat it with a fork perfect i do the same with cheetos yeah, yeah. do you really no i don't i just made that cheetos up. i usually just try to not touch them and just shovel them into my mouth uh, in yeah. the bag yeah i was really expecting you to go with some uh, uh, herb i didn't even know about oh no yeah you put me on the spot i couldn't yeah. think of anything like i, I could have said steak and shrimp or Surf and turf or something, I guess. Something way better than yeah. Oreos and milk. But well, You went with something the common man can relate yeah. with, so thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, what is your uh, maybe favorite song right now on the new album? Um, They're all so good, JR. I'm telling you, I've, I've got several favorites, um, but are you wanting something that could possibly be a single? Yeah. Yeah, uh, well, there's a song called Less Like Me, and the whole idea behind the song was, uh, I think, just if I'm being honest, as a as a person, as a Christian, I have days where I know I'm not the best person out there. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to, to get by. There's things I could have done better. And this whole song is kind of the whole idea is that I'm realizing that. And every day I'm striving to be more and more like Jesus and less like me. Um, and it's just, I feel like it's just a really honest song that you know, I think hopefully people will connect to. We're going to end with something called Tickling the Ivories, where we, uh, we recognize that just because you're on the radio doesn't mean you can play piano. Yeah. So for some, some have given us chopsticks because they don't know how to play piano. We've had other artists that have done Chopin. Okay. So with Zach Williams, we don't know what we're going to get. We know you can play a mean guitar, but let's see with 30 seconds on the clock, whatever you want to give us. <laughs> All, right. All right. Let's go mic up here. Tickle the ivory. This is Tickling the Ivories with Zach Williams, volume one, one, one. Um, for the record, Zach, do you play piano? No, you're about to find out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 30 seconds on the clock, right. whatever, whatever you'd like to give us. Let's <laughs> see there. <laughs> That's about 15 seconds that is about all you're getting from that me. That was Survivor, believe that it or was, not. Uh, <laughs> uh, that was Jesse's girl. <laughs> Perfect. That was great. Awesome. Uh, yes, thank you for the time, sir. We hey, appreciate man, thank it. Thank y'all. Don't forget, everybody can go get the new Zach Williams album. This is full-length album number two. Number two. Um, which has Rescue Story on it. Thank you for the time. I appreciate it. Thank you.
Well, he didn't exactly complete his 30 seconds in front of the piano, but uh, he, he did his best. So good stuff. Also, if I ever see Zach Williams doing uh, an album cover on a railroad track, he'll be going back on his word. So just watch for it, everyone, in future albums. Hope you enjoyed that. Don't forget, you can subscribe to the JR Show podcast and be alerted whenever we have a new episode go up. And let's talk about that. Episode six is now going to be Matthew West, a conversation next week you are not going to want to miss. So hit subscribe. If you like what you hear, we always appreciate you clicking the five stars. We love it. We really do. Also, you can follow us on Instagram to get the latest on the JR Show podcast. And we will talk to you next week with episode six with Matthew West. Peace.